All right, welcome back to the Limpfit Coaching Podcast. We're here today. It's both Matt and I. We're jumping in on a topic of how long should our workouts be? Um, whenever you have different challenges in life or different challenges to your schedule or different goals, uh, how do we need to adjust our exercise or planned intentional exercise in order to meet those challenges? So let's dive into the topic. Okay, so there's a lot of different directions I think we could go with this as far as uh, how long should your workout be, but maybe let's talk about uh, for different goals uh, or different training types first, and then we can go through different challenges that might make you have to adjust. Um, and so let's talk about like what could our different goals be that would influence our training. So um, what are your thoughts on that, man? Yeah, I think... Uh depending on what your goal is if your goal is to run a marathon or um anything an iron man different things that are longer endurance based um you're going to need to practice those things and get mm -hmm. better at them um and then on the flip side um you know a lot of people like potentially especially if you're just starting out maybe your goal is to build muscle um it won't take necessarily as much work um to get started at least mm -hmm. and so you could definitely get in the gym and get out much quicker mm -hmm. um and so that's just two of the things that come to mind right away is there's a wide spectrum of yeah. what can be effective for different people yeah yeah so maybe even thinking of like your starting point if you're an absolute beginner doing a significant amount of exercise uh per workout might be pretty heavy on you you might get too sore to, and that just kind of kills your motivation so maybe a shorter duration of a workout could be really useful for you to sort of just start building that habit. Um, mm -hmm. It also allows your body to begin adapting safely and um, it's not overloading yourself too much. Or um, And if you're more advanced, maybe you're ready for longer, but depend on, depending on what your schedule is like. And if you have goals for, like you said, high endurance goals, like running marathons or doing triathlons or sprint triathlons or Ironmans, things like that. Um, that type of training requires putting some mileage in at a certain mm -hmm. pace. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't happen super fast. Um, so you got to dedicate some time to that and figure out where that happens. I think that's why there's, there's in the endurance community, there's sort of like the weekend warriors. There's the, you know, the four or 5 a.m. wakers who get up so they can get it done because mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't have time the rest of the day. Um, and then if you're kind of in between, you're trying to get some general fitness, you do several different types of things, you know, some short, some long sessions. Um, and if you're truly trying to prioritize strength only, you're trying to get as strong and powerful as you can, that in itself might have some diff varying um, times as well because you have to give yourself uh, time in between sets your actual work time might not be that much, but you have to rest in order to get the maximum out of it. Right. So uh, let's talk a little bit about those. Um, what about like, okay, so in an endurance athlete, someone who wants to run a marathon, uh, break down like, what does that commitment look like? Like if you're gonna run a marathon, um, that's, what is that, like 26.2 miles? Yep. Um, how long does that take? Just in a basic training. Um, 
Of everything, I've uh, never ran a marathon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> but uh, it, I've read mm-hmm. online a lot of different things about it. Um, people will train for months and months. Um, mm-hmm. And so just the time domain of the number of days and the time period of the year that it takes mm-hmm. is quite a lot. Um, but before you actually run your marathon or half marathon or anything like that, you're going to want to be close to the uh, to hitting that number of miles before um, your actual race, right? And so a marathon is 26.2 miles. So you're going to want to have runs that are over 20 miles. Um, and so if you think about that as, uh, you know, maybe say you're, you're running six miles per hour, just like a, a little jog or mm-hmm. even seven, um, just a, like a consistent pace. Um, to get over 20 miles is going to take you three-ish hours, right? And yeah. so, um, and of course, that's not going to be every day. You can't consistently do that day in, day out um, mm-hmm. for your training. But that time is a huge commitment, right? That's a mm-hmm. huge chunk of one day. Um, and there's, um, yeah, just for hitting different goals, that's what you need to do sometimes is have really long um, spanning workouts like that. Um, I feel like the typical person would maybe have like a class setting or something that's like an hour long, yeah. including like a warm up, a cool down, stretching, something like that. And it's all compact into one hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and your experience is like the hour timeline good for like the average gym goer. Um, is there other things that they sh- could work on before or after or, um, yeah. Any thoughts you have on that? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you, a lot of times that one hour is, is sort of like a cultural set time, you mm-hmm. know, like whatever gym you go to, you kind of give an hour to it. It's, it's like what a lot of people are able to commit in their personal lives. Um, once you get beyond an hour, then that's another level of commitment, you know, for your household, for your schedule throughout the day or, or for a specific class, if it's a group training format. Um, but by and large, like a lot of people, like beyond an hour, you, like you don't need much more than that. Uh, if you're intentional with how you approach that one hour of exercise, if you get proper warm up, you fit in all your exercise, um, and then you uh, have a good cool down, then that sets you for the rest of the day. You can accomplish a lot in a one hour time span. Even if you're trying to be more of an endurance based runner, uh, or a cycler or a swimmer or something like that, you can still accomplish quite a bit in one hour. It may limit your ability to sort of like compete at a high level. But as far as just being generally fit and like preventing uh, different chronic diseases, like you can just smash those out of the park with one hour of regular intentional exercise multiple days a week. Um, and so I think that one hour is effective for most people if you. Mm-hmm are able to approach that intentionally, whether you have a coach or whether you're doing it by yourself. And that's, that's enough for most people. And if you go beyond that hour, that's whenever you have to start considering, um, the energy you have, you might have to consider, um, having some kind of drink or something to help you get through that session because beyond an hour you can get your dehydration can get to where you need more electrolytes your energy that you had going into that session might be a little bit depleted. So you might have to like consume simple carbs throughout that session to make it through something that goes beyond an hour. Um, but within that one hour, you shouldn't have to have anything beyond water nutritionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that, that works for a lot of people. And then whatever you want to do post-workout, it's great. 
Right. I think that's encouraging. Um, mm-hmm. That one hour out of our day um, can be effective for to keep us healthy, to keep us fit. Um, and as long as we kind of build that into a routine, that one hour mm-hmm. usually is not necessarily a huge barrier for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can fit that in, but some people are super busy. Um, some people have, you know, work and families and then mm-hmm. maybe they got a side hustle and they're, you know, also trying to live a normal life and have fun and all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they don't even have that hour. So how have you like recommended to people to, um, maximize the short amounts of time that they may have? Yeah, dude, we've had several clients who deal with this, you know, surprisingly, it's super common, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, people have busy lives, you know, uh, different demands. So um, something we often end up recommending is what we call it intermittent workouts, which basically means you want to achieve a certain amount of exercise. Maybe you have a certain number of repetitions you're trying to complete of a certain exercise um, or you have basically kind of like a full workout planned out, but you break it up throughout the day. Um, and so for example, that might look like, you know, you're working from home and you're at your desk and once every hour you take two minutes to get as many squats as you can. If you do that every hour during your work day, say you work an eight hour day, you're going to get 16 minutes worth of squatting in. If you're going fast in that two minutes, you can accumulate a lot of squats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can change up the exercises and everything that you do, but that works for a lot of people. We've had clients who've actually lost a ton of weight because that just, what that does is that increases your overall activity throughout the day and it gets you up, gets you moving, gets your blood flowing. So you end up looking, feeling better over time as you kind of spread those out. Um, or you, uh, let's say you're trying to get stronger, you're trying to put on a little muscle, but also you're trying to maintain a little cardio base and everything. You might uh, you know, decide like, okay, what's the highest priority lift that I want to get in today? I'm going to reserve just 30 minutes, maybe even just 20 minutes to get that in. Uh, so I'll spend, you know, 10 minutes warming up and then I'll spend 10 minutes lifting that one single lift, mm-hmm. um, get in, get out, done. You get enough of a stimulus, enough of an effect on your body that's going to keep you maintaining at least, but also for even I've done this in myself. I'm able to advance in my strength as well. Um, like the other day, like I hadn't uh, lifted in over a week because just, you know, happens to us too. Circumstances like, yeah, believe it or not, even it happens to coaches as well. Sometimes we're so busy serving others that we have a hard time maintaining our own fitness. But I was like, all right, I'm going to reserve 30 minutes. I'm going to go warm up and I'm going to do deadlift. So I put a set weight on there. Uh, and then I just did 10 sets of three with one minute of rest in between. I got it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so got in, got out, and I was legit sore from that the next day. It was an effective workout for me. Um, and yeah, so those, those big compound movements are going to be great. Yeah. Like deadlift, squat, <clears throat> or any pressing, um, things like that are going to be super effective for Yeah, for sure. Know. Yeah. And then, like, and if you get another gap at the end of the day, like cer- certain, uh, other exercises, you don't necessarily even have to have a significant warm up. So, like if you have a rower or a, a, an exercise bike or something you have access to, um, you can hop on that, start off slow. You might stretch a little bit, get it on and off it, and then you get on there and you just sort of set a time, whatever time you have left, and you just go. You know, mm-hmm. you can choose a steady pace or you can kind of go fast, slow, fast, slow. 
uh, kind of interval base and you're able to get some effective exercise in there. So breaking it up actually works pretty well for a lot of people whenever it's hard to dedicate that one hour or more. Right. The thing I love about, I think you called it intermittent exercise, yeah. right? Yeah. So the thing I love about it is if you're trying to really improve on one specific thing, maybe for a lot of people, maybe push-ups or mm-hmm. pull-ups or different things. And if you're working out at home, um, these can be super easy to do throughout the day. And I mean, how do you get better at push-ups and pull-ups? Well, you should probably do push-ups and pull-ups to get better at them. Mm-hmm. And so you can do a lot of small sets throughout the day and you can accumulate this huge like number of reps more than you could if you did it all at one time. Yeah. And so you're going to see a lot of like potential progress just by doing that. It's the day. crazy how it can accumulate, uh, like a personal story. There's one, one time I was staying in a hotel, uh, for a week and I wanted to get better at pull-ups and there was a hotel gym that was like, you walk by it every time you're walking out into the main lobby. And, uh, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to hop inside the gym and do 10 pull-ups every time I walk by. I ended up walking by often enough that I would get like sometimes 100 pull-ups a day. <laughs> it was kind of bizarre. I was like, whoa, that kind of worked, you know? So I kind of had this trigger like, if I walk by it, I got to do it. Uh, and so, I mean, that's one way is just kind of break it up, little sets of 10 throughout the day. If you're trying to get better at push-ups, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to do 10 here, 10 there. By the end of the day, you've accumulated a lot, right? Yeah, but if we want to get like specific gains, so uh, let's say, for example, you're trying to get significantly stronger, you're trying to really improve your strength, your muscle mass, you will at some point have to arrange your schedule to give more time to it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you're trying to be like a competitive weightlifter, that kind of preparation, you'll need to warm up for 10 to 20 minutes then you'll need to build up to a certain weight when you're working to a certain percentage of that day. And then even if you're doing just sets of one to five, you got to have, you know, as much as two minutes, 90 seconds to two minutes of rest, at least sometimes Mm -hmm. up to three to five minutes, depending on how maximal lift it is. And so those sessions can extend to an hour and a half to two hours sometimes for some people, um, because you're just trying to work in the volume that you need to get the, effect that you want of building some strength in there and that can happen with endurance events as well right i think uh for things like weightlifting or um things that have like a higher skill barrier Mm -hmm. um you're gonna need that extra time to make sure you're warmed up make sure if something has a high mobility demand you're gonna need extra time um Mm -hmm. what rather than you know just the push-ups example you Mm -hmm. can most people can um you know, do push-ups or a version of push-ups wherever um, mm-hmm. pretty quickly. But, um, yeah, something like weightlifting is going to just take a little longer. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. So th- I hope this ex- explains a little bit about how, like, you can work in depending on your goals and you can work in depending on your schedule, like, even if we're busy, you know. And this doesn't have to be by yourself. Um, this A lot of us have family. We have other people in our household or people that we're living with. Like, invite them to do it with you. Uh, and just think of like back in, you know, lockdown and pandemic, didn't have any weights at home. I literally held my own kids <laughs> and did different exercises, <laughs> you know, just like called dad exercises and it actually works, you know, and it's fun for them. It's a good, uh, influence for them to see like daddy prioritizes exercise and everything. And so it's a chance to influence those around you. Yeah, absolutely. But this is all good stuff. So this is just a little bit on how your 
your workout might need to change depending on what your goals are, how much time you need to dedicate to it. But know that you don't have to dedicate a ton of time to getting a, a good effect from the exercise that you're planning on doing. And if your goals are higher, then that will gradually take more time uh, out of your schedule. You'll have to carve out more time to dedicate to that training, to your recovery, uh, to the whole training process. But for us to generally maintain our health, dividing it up throughout the day, or just dedicating up to an hour of intentional exercise is all we're gonna need. We can be really effective with that. And so hope this encourages you to go get after it today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys on the next one.